Let's go. Bingetown, how are we feeling tonight? It's your boy Dave here with co-host Kyle and Alki. We are back again for the last time this year here to bring you more anime content with Attack on Titan episode 87, Dawn of Humanity. For those listening to the podcast for the first time, Alki and myself say hello, Alki. <laughs> nothing okay we have finished the manga while kyle is our rookie watcher say hello kyle hey 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 he has not read any of the manga but no need to worry so we funny. will not be spoiling anything from the manga let's get right into it this is the final episode of attack on titan we will be getting in the year of 2022 and as per usual with aot we are left with the biggest dick tease the overall episode is pretty much a flashback right up until the end where we see the progression of the rumbling. I'm just going to hand it right over to our rookie watcher, Kyle, for his overall opinions of the episode. So I watched this episode after the official announcement that we would get a, a, a final season part three, which should be illegal in every country in the world. So I was like upset at the start of this episode with when it opens as a fucking flashback, basically flashback that we've been talking about for like six episodes at this point. And I was like, these motherfuckers are going to give us like half an episode of a flashback, like the same week they're going to announce that there's a whole nother season we have to wait for after, after delaying the episode too. Yeah. After delaying the episode and after calling this the final season part two, now we're getting to the final season part three. I don't know why they don't just fucking call it season six. Why wasn't this season five? I don't get it. But it was a really good episode. Honestly, I think the 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 flashback scene of them in the tents might be one of my like top five favorite Attack on Titan scenes ever. Mm. I really like that scene a lot. So I guess begrudgingly, I'll accept that this episode was half flashback kind of. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, some shocking things ends on a, a frustratingly, again, amazing note because I just want to fucking watch the rest of the story. That felt like I was promised, but I am not getting. So it was a roller coaster too, figuring out what was going to happen for the quote, the next quote unquote season. Like we were saying, oh, it's going to be a movie, and then we were hearing, yeah. okay, it's going to be a season, and then just of course it's going to be next year. Yeah, it's just <laughs> all the sources were wrong. I, um, I wouldn't even be shocked if it's going to be another season and then a movie. Yeah, I honestly, there's oh, still a good amount me. left. Yeah, there's still a lot left. But we'll see. We'll see what they have in store for us, Alki. Let's let's see. Hear your opinions. Honestly, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> I mean, it's bullshit. Like, you know, this is gonna fucking happen. You already know that you teased a movie at the beginning of the season. Just make it twenty four fucking episodes straight. You yeah, know what is I mean, the? They're they're actually, know. in my opinion, this is ruining the integrity of the story. Wow, I don't I don't know if I would agree with integrity, but I understand it, it ruining just the, the maybe the the flow of it. Like we're getting into this real heated moment, and then they're just gonna have us wait a whole year to get to what we've been waiting for f- since season one. You know, we don't know how long it's gonna be. Yeah, but it's gonna be fucking months. Yeah, the fact that we only got twelve episodes is is bullshit, and then they want us to wait another year. It's just tough because I mean we're going into the season thinking. With the almost the expectation that this is going to be getting us so close to the end, or even mm-hmm. being the end, yeah. and then, and then it it whatever happened happened. How I, many chapters I think of, is it? 
uh, total, it's a, it's 139 chapters. We're about on chapter like 132 or something, I want to say. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking, you know, five years from now, it's going to be great. I'm sure that they took their time and, you know, they've, they actually, they didn't have to skip things and it's just frustrating in the moment for sure. The only thing I can like, think it'll of be nice for people does so much stuff that maybe it's just like, they don't have time to give it the time that it deserves. I, I have no idea. They're too busy with solo leveling. <laughs> I, yeah. The classic I, April Fool's joke got me again this year. They should just, <laughs> they should have just, the story ended what a year ago. More than that, probably. When yeah. that shit ended, they should have just produced what the fuck they were supposed to produce and put it out when it's fucking done instead of doing this shit. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. And now my question it's is be so much like, better for people like Luke who's going like, to just, just binge it. Yeah. yeah. You can just now binge it. Whereas we get this huge just lapse in, in time and then we have to wait and then maybe even have to rewatch all the seasons again to make sure we got everything caught up again and then. Nothing yeah. wrong with that, I guess. But yeah, there's nothing I, wrong I'm, with it. But season four part read at this point. You should read. Should have from the beginning, but it doesn't matter. Season, now you might as well wait. I feel no, like. now you gotta wait. Yeah, fuck it. But season four part one was great, top tier. Now, as a whole project, in my opinion, part two is is a couple, two, three steps below it. I mean, I would say it, it's even below season three, honestly. Yeah, it's it's really mediocre. I mean, it's mid. It's fine because it's it's the the bridge to where we have to get, which we were hoping to get this season, but we didn't get to. So it just sucks that part two is going to end this way because now it's on like a little bit of a decline compared to the other past seasons we've had. I guess like it's still I mean, been great. It's still been great. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, it this has season. Been, yeah. The season came out swinging, though. The beginning of the season was fucking oh, yeah. fire. We were gassed up. Yeah. We were like, dude, this is sick. Like, yeah, and, and there were some big moments, like with the, um, what is it called? The Neuralink. Oh, just like his power. Yeah, but what's it called? The paths. The paths. That yeah. was cool. I mean. The his, like the flashback I like of. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's, there's a piece of this is like. Reading week reading as the chapters come out, the chapters are longer than your average manga chapter. They're 50 pages or so, 30 to 50 pages, which we've said a couple times on this podcast. But what where I'm going with this is like I guess it's hard to grasp how difficult it is to translate all the important pieces into an episode or more, or you know, the the adaptation aspect of it is probably a lot more difficult because there's a lot of content to implement. Right. But still, like, it's not like you just got this fucking piece of work, uh, you know, six months ago and you all of a sudden you had to put out the show. You know what I mean? And plus, like, what don't they work with the author? You know, what, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, also, I mean, Mappa like got handed season four part one like on very short notice i'm pretty sure they weren't the original no they weren't to do it yeah but like i just for me i feel like it's like we're just kind of victims of the expectation that like 
I guess there was never a release that was like, this is the end. Like we were thinking we were going to get closer to the end than we got. It was just like, we find out that there's a whole nother season coming out, like after the finale episode or like right as the finale episode releases, it's kind of like a kick in the dick where it's like, I almost, I wish I knew that going into this season. Honestly, I prefer the part three over a movie at this point. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. For me too. I think, you know, especially with where it ended. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you plan on reviewing this this episode, but I feel like we can we should like mow through the the background. Like the, Yeah, if you guys don't have a comment on anything, you don't have to speak up on anything. I have a, a general list. We can just fly through it, but so we can talk about yeah, the overall can, season, you know. Yeah, let's do that now since we we've been talking about our uh dicks being teased for a little bit now. Um <laughs> Like I said at the start, we open with Mikasa having flashbacks um, of Eren, and she's wondering if he's always been this way. We see the Paradise Island squad traveling off the island, off the island for the first time. As Hanji says, "Let's go scout," referencing the the scout regiment. Obviously, I like that a lot. I like that. Yeah, that's that's what their duty is. So, uh, our group our group it lands and is completely fascinated by the world around them. Things like cars and ice cream are completely foreign to them. I really like Connie's reactions throughout this this episode of everything around him. Hanji's drooling over the cars and everything. <laughs> John is completely embarrassed because he knows that they need to keep a low profile and Levi's going to have to take the the father role here. Um, we're seeing Sasha's Sasha's Connie's and Jean's reaction to having ice cream for the first time, which is really funny when Jean's just like, oh, give me one, give me one. He's just like <laughs> freaking out like the, the voice acting here was really fun. It's nice to see Sasha again. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Too, I forgot about that. That we get to see Sasha for the first time in a in an over season, basically. Yeah. And then Levi has this really strange interaction with a clown attempting to give him candy, which I'm not sure if it was like supposed to be a metaphor, but it was still funny how at the end when he thought Levi was like a part of some kitty gang in his suit and he thought he was all like dressed up. <laughs> I think he was a, a a child molester. I just don't know why they had. To I, I really, that. Do, I really I mean, think that. <laughs> I, get I didn't the, get that at all. But okay. that's what I was saying—a metaphor for. But uh, I thought it was predatory. I just, I don't know why they included that scene. It was in the manga, definitely. I remember that clown being in the manga for sure. I just um, honestly assumed it was like some type of cultural joke that went over my head. Maybe. Nah, I think it was a. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Regardless, Aaron is being emo. He brings up the question if oh, Aaron is being emo as Mikasa is offering him ice cream. And this actually got my my head running a little bit when Alki and I were watching. And it brought up the question. If you have someone's memories of eating something that you've never had before, do you instantly know what it tastes like or no? Is that not how that would work? I. I feel I, like it would have, be yes. They have such limit. They have such limited palates, mm-hmm. don't you think? Yeah, like they've definitely never had ice cream before. Obviously, they've never had ice cream before. But yeah. like when like Aaron so grabs the cone, he's like, "Oh, this is ice cream." My dad would rarely have it. Like, do you think because his dad had it, Aaron has technically had it before, and that's why he wasn't like surprised by it? Oh, this shit. is I completely just didn't really. I don't yeah, even understand know what the right word. Yeah, I get the question, but yeah, that's a good point. That's a good you know point. what I think. This is interesting, right? Because when we saw Aaron in like go into his dad's memories, he was it was out of body. Yeah, but that doesn't mean 
that he doesn't experience things through the eyes of the person mm. in other ways. We don't know the full extent of the power and all the yeah. details. So maybe I guess you're right, though. If Aaron has just been watching his dad's memories rather than like being of the perspective of his father, then I would say he wouldn't know what ice cream tastes like. Yeah. And ice cream doesn't really have a smell either. So it's not like he could have smelled it in the room because mm-hmm. that would help. But. I'm gonna say fuck no. I want ice cream dude <laughs> it did look pretty good anime and their food just is always so good always looks amazing while Mikasa and Aaron are talking Levi calls out a kid for taking Sasha's wallet he, uh, the townspeople immediately react and think he should be brutally punished to set an example to everyone else in the town and begin to question whether he is a devil or not Levi eventually steps back in saying the kid is not a thief, but just the brother of Sasha and Hanj essentially to help him out. And the, but the townspeople are completely uh, blown off by that. They don't, they still think it's shady. So they just end up booking it out of there with the kid. Yeah. To be honest, at this point in the episode, I was like, I don't really care a ton about what's happening. As you shouldn't. I mean, I just only because it's the finale and all this stuff. And obviously with the whole news and I was just like, I I want, I want more. I don't want like this flashback of, I liked the whole theme of like, it's Mikasa thinking back on these moments on how her and Aaron's relationship. Cause I thought that was very relevant to what was actually happening. But like these little like gag joke things. I was just like, come on, let's get back. This, This is why it's fucked up. This is why they fucked up the shit. You know why? Because <laughs> because in the manga, it was cool. It was like it was cool to see. And it was, you know, it didn't drag. It, it didn't feel like, why the fuck am I watching this or reading this right now? Now, considering it's the freaking finale of part two, which is supposed to be the conclusion to the series until we find out it's not. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't deliver as well. Yeah, like I said in previous podcasts, this event was supposed to happen like at least four or five episodes ago, which I think would have made it a little bit more meaningful, especially to the story itself. Because like you said, Kyle, now we're at the finale and we're getting these flashbacks where it's like, this is the season finale. I would like a little bit more than just this. And yeah, I, I can see it this, in this both episode, ways. This episode but... would have been the actual like where the movie is going to start. This is this episode should have been that, but it ended up becoming this mixture of uh, a couple chapters ago. Yeah. What in the timeline of events in Attack on Titan, when, like in the manga, I forget, when did this flashback happen? Like, it wasn't that long ago. Like, it should have happened. I forget. I don't remember the exact event of things, but it wasn't supposed to be right in this moment. Like, the, in the manga, it happens maybe six chapters before that. Before that. I think there's, like, a, a there's a decent, like, reasoning behind almost the parallel of, like, the beginning of the episode, we get the flashback to they're at the Marleyan port. The end of the episode, we get the fucking rumbling f- going over that port and crushing it, which is the same spot that they all just had so much fun together and realized that, you know, Marleyans are just normal people kind of, too. And I get that, but I don't know. It was just like with the whole we get to like parliament or whatever it is. And I and you just know that none of it ends up mattering at all. Yeah. Because, because already in, in the, the real world. Yeah, exactly. Everything has failed. Aaron has already raised everyone. Everyone's going to die. Like we know when they're having a good time. Like, yeah, sure. They're having a good time 
as we see it, but we know that that means nothing yeah. in the grand scheme. Like this might like that I said. was fun to watch though, but I feel like a lot of like the politics stuff and the conversation with the Azuma Beatos kind of like if we had got this before the rumbling started, I feel like that would have been just even a little bit more meaningful in the in the in the sense that it maybe it would have made us question more on what Aaron was doing if he was really going to destroy the rest of the world or have some variant plan to maybe save some of them somehow, you know. Yeah, I mean, it definitely has a place like them all having that night with the with the refugees and like having that night together. And then it leads to Aaron actually making his decision where we learn that literally the next day he went off because that shows his resolve to what he's actually doing right now. That totally makes sense. But I just like I said, the some of the parts of the flashback where I was like, can we just kind of skip through this like this could have which might yeah. be sacrilege but that's just yeah. how i felt i still like like i said earlier i still think this episode was still good like these moments still yeah. hit definitely and like you said kyle this is one of your favorite moments still in the anime that you've seen and i would agree with that too i thought it was a really nice shared moment and it was well animated of course too oh yeah i loved it there were so many great mm. just like mo- like sasha and and gene and connie have their arms around each other and sasha's yakking the next morning and mm-hmm. mikasa falls asleep on sasha and armin they're ripping shots and then gene and connie go out to get more bottles and then the whole camp comes in like it was great i love i literally had a smile ear to ear the entire time i watched that part yeah, it was so nice to see. This was by this was the happiest moment of their entire lives, without a doubt. Like yeah, even more, yeah. I would say even more so than discovering water. Like they had probably more of a memorable time here with these people than they did anything else in their life. Yeah, doing anything probably. Else in their I mean, definitely probably the most carefree they felt since they were like kids. And Bertol brought the wall down. Definitely. Yeah. Which was fun to watch. It was great. And it that definitely bitch. it had like a lot of emotional impact because we know what's actually happening in the real world. Like I felt that the weight of it. So that's why I just I, I really like that scene. That part of the flashback for me, absolute money, ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. And so to pick up where we were just at, the kid eventually leaves with Levi's wallet where Aaron is in total shock for whatever reason that was he had a weird look on his face but the group reconvenes with the Ozymabitos and the lady Ozymabito is mentioning how blood testing has improved worldwide so more Eldians are appearing more often in camps and being exiled everywhere thus making it even harder for Paradise Island to make peace with the rest of the world they're hoping to listen to a forum that will be taking place the next day that will hold the subjects of the Amir protection group's debut. So some organization within Marley that is advocating for Eldians, essentially. And the gang wants to discover what that group is seeking to achieve. If they're peaceful for Eldians, then Hanji is going to try and vouch for the island's peace along with their Eldian peace. Um, And but psych. Yeah. Osmo Vito questions what they'll do if, they don't do that and they're just going to say we're gonna have to just tough it out and just they're still determined to go through with it yeah i'm I'm willing to eat crow if like that group comes back later and has some level of impact on like obviously they don't have any physical military might to stop the rumbling so i don't know how they could ever have an impact but again it just seems like like will this matter at all no I don't. I don't. <laughs> it I doesn't don't, feel like at I don't this think moment it, it doesn't I, feel like it. It will. I think it's just to to 
it gives Aaron both perspectives. Okay, of you know there are these good people in the world who can okay. not view us as devils because they had that very nice night beforehand. No, but then it's kind right. of like because he's son, he's sitting there in a. But in they a didn't know of, that they were island devils. Yeah, but he was sitting there in a place of content, like he was smiling, and the next day it's kind oh, of I'm like sorry. this wake up call that. I meant purely just talking about the fact that there's a new political group that is advocating for the rights oh, no, I just of think Andre that, Eldians. I think that just is for Aaron to see yeah. that even oh, fellow think, Eldians don't. Yeah, the, yeah, showing us that night matters a ton. That was great. I love that. But, yeah, but no, I, I don't think, think that group will mean anything going forward. That's just my opinion. Yeah. I'll tell I you what. It shows you that like Aaron. It's just a voice. It's a voice of yeah, Eldians like, preaching that island people are still devils at the end of yeah the i guess aaron was there for it and like he saw he saw rather that there are people out there trying to do this and still didn't give a fuck i guess that just that might be the point of it that's the point i'm getting out of it yeah. well i think the point of the whole forum was he was like eldians uh well subjects of emir the yes, dude said more than just he's like audience. subject of emir are you know assimilated blah 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 but our enemy is the island devils and then Aaron walked out of the fucking place. Well, yeah, that's what that's, I'm saying. But like what I'm saying in like in, ge- in the grand scheme of the story, this doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter, but it, it is it is. an. um, yeah, I mean, it matters in the sense that it shows that Aaron has. I mean, his convictions are so strong that this type of shit won't even move him either. No, I, I, it's not. It it doesn't move him. It It further proves his goal. It further I'm saying. pushes him towards his goal because he says he doesn't yeah, care are, about the, the we island. Are say, we're saying the same thing. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we are. Yeah, I'm saying are. Aaron heard these words and it still didn't change his his convictions. No, but but what you're saying is it had nothing no positive, impact. but nothing yeah, it, positive it had was no said impact on Aaron. It had no like, impact. On I Aaron. feel like you're saying it in a tone where the guy was speaking positively about them, but in reality, he was just as negative as the regular Marlins because he's like, fuck the Island Devils. Well, yeah, but I guess I'm saying that he had, he was more, that person was more of a middle ground between Marlins and like, I guess a, a complete utopia of everyone is equal. That was the first person that we've really seen that advocated for, I guess, the, basically the Titan candidate people. Am I wrong? Uh, n- no. No. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're not, not right. just saying like does do at this point like like Aaron in the real world is bulldozing Marley mm-hmm. completely right now. So there's Also people, when he when you he saw Aaron like upset after he sold the wallet or whatever, he was crying. Yeah. I think he's probably so, like yeah, thinking me, about oh I'm going to fucking murder these let's, these Let people. me walk us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's walk us there. So after the forum is held, Aaron wanders <laughs> off to event- to the concentra- uh, concentration camp of the boy that they saved earlier and Mikasa shows up as Aaron is crying and to me, yes, I took that as what you were saying Alki that he's crying because he just knows he's going to kill these people anyway. That's how I personally took it. Yeah. I think he knew what was about to happen tonight with like how much fun they were going to have. And he also knew that he was going to have to kill him. And that's why he was crying because he makes, it's kind of a joke, I guess, because he like Gene, Connie and all them arrive as the old man shows up and he's like, Oh, good timing, which I I took as a joke because he knew that was just how the events were going to play out. But the big thing also to, to discuss here is Mikasa shows up as Aaron is crying, like I said, and Aaron is comparing their lives 
to uh, the people of the uh, concentration or is it a concentration camp or internment internment camp right internment zone yeah saying comparing themselves saying that all of their freedoms have been taken away and Aaron looks at Mikasa and asks her what he is to her and whether he is family or someone or does she like him because he saved her as a kid and her reply is she's he's just family which she questions later on that if she had maybe gave it a different answer would things have turned out differently and what do you think about that Kyle do you think if she said I love you in that moment do you think Aaron would still be doing what he's doing rather than being like a friend zoned no I don't think I don't think it would have changed anything I don't think so either yeah Yeah, I don't think there's any way I mean he even eventually says it to Zeke obviously it happens later and events have occurred between it but like he's going to die like he has such a Four short timeline left. left like why would he care i think he knows mikasa's madly in love with him anyway i don't think I he think needs he's to hear ignorant i don't really think he like fully understands that like what could love also is. just be a thing yeah where he just like won't allow himself to like to have believe that emotion. it yeah or like even consider that because it may jeopardize the plan although mm-hmm. i don't think it would we already talked so about yeah so we already so we already talked about um the celebration night and and the forum that took place and the last thing that happens from Mikasa's perspective is her wondering if things would have been different and had she given Aaron a different answer and then we get Aaron's side Aaron is actually coincidentally also wondering the same things uh, that Mikasa was asking himself when did this all happen and he says it doesn't matter when this all began because everything has happened regardless because of his will himself we get back flashbacks of Aaron's moves in the, the past few months from Yelena offering Aaron to follow Zeke's plan and then him telling Flock he'll pretend to go along with their plan and as well as telling Historia that the military police is pushing their plan to turn her into a titan by eating Zeke. But Aaron wants to fight that. However, Historia is actually fine with this decision because to her, it's the island's best bet for survival but Aaron's idea of best bet survival is to destroy everyone. Historia is saying that it's wrong since most of the people will die without having known what they've done, just like his mother, which kind of a bad comparison, Historia, because technically Aaron allowed his own mother to get eaten anyway as a sacrifice for his master plan. So he's going to view these people as sacrifices anyway for what he needs to get done. And he replies... Yeah. And he replies with saying it's the only way to end the cycle of revenge fueled uh, by hate. Historia claims she will feel awful if she doesn't attempt to stop her or to stop Aaron. And Aaron just replies, I'm, I'll just erase your memories either way. <laughs> so Yo, you can just keep trying. So, he is so cold, man. He does not give a fuck. No, he does not. And so he is taking it like this is the most extreme plan possible to end the cycle of revenge. Because I feel like technically the sterilization plan would have ended the cycle of revenge and that no more subject of Ymir could possibly be born, I guess. Mm-hmm. Although now I guess Azumabito did say that more are popping up maybe like around the world. So I guess that's – but if they're subject to Ymir, wouldn't they still be euthanized because – yeah. 
There was Ymir so would have known in the pass area and just done it. So I, <laughs> uh, it's getting hard to be a Jaegerist these days. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting hard to support this guy. <laughs> That's what I'll say to that. <laughs> I also, when he's like, you could just get pregnant. Was he saying like, I can impregnate you? And so that's kind of the vibe I got. I did that. not understand that either. Yeah, I frankly, really I don't that. know what the fuck he was talking about. He yeah, did have a crush on her kind of, right? I don't really she saved his life. He kept saying that. I think like yeah. in a way that it meant something like a lot to yeah, him. She also obviously throws, would. But. She throws that or he uses that term of because you're the worst girl in the world. He throws that back at her face because the last time she used that was when Aaron was chained down uh, about to be supposedly or supposed to be she eaten by Historia. Yes. Yeah. And she throws away Rod Rice's injection and is like, fuck it. Like I, she's screaming. It's ironic because in that time she's screaming, fuck humanity. I don't care. Like I'm going to, if humanity wants me to be this person, I'm not going to do it. Fuck that. Like I'm the worst girl in the world. And Aaron references that because like, just remember how you felt in that moment is how I feel all the time. Yeah. And she kind of hesitates there. She doesn't know what to say, but we also get more, into the conversation of Aaron and Zeke discussing the Ackerman symptoms of headache. Zeke saying that he hasn't heard of anything like that and that it's just maybe her feelings towards him, which Aaron's just a dumbass for not really noticing that, I'd, I'd say. She loves him so much it hurts her head. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Rod Rice is a great porn star name. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. But Historia asks what if she got pregnant, which, again, I have no idea where that came from. And then we get the transition. Oh, is of- her... That's true. Yeah, but then we get the transition of Aaron infiltrating the Marleyan War, cutting his leg off and rupturing his eye, which crazy, terrible to watch. Absolutely. He just that willpower, man, really gets to you. Uh, Like just a horrific way to cut your own leg off. It was like James Franco in 138 hours. Like, yeah, literally (laughs) that knife was not big. Yeah, you're just sawing it instead of just like a clean chop. And then they just plunges yeah. that thing into his eye god but like why would you do the leg first i, I guess never mind <laughs> i don't know I, I don't even know how to answer that question yeah right? i don't even know what you would i do. hope i'm never in a scenario where i actually have to think about that no all right so it goes back to him with zeke and him just admitting that he wants his friends to live happy and free lives and here we get the final scene of this season the Marleyan army has gathered a massive amount of cannons and weapons to fight the rumbling with. Uh, we see the steam getting closer, and then the show goes quiet for a second as the commander of the Marleyan Navy signals for an attack. And Very the nice sh- touch. Yeah, the ship's cannons start firing off and con- honestly destroying some of these Titans. Like They're blowing up legitimately. Um, but the Titans are shown to be swimming, which I always thought was just really funny to be honest, which makes sense though. They're not going to stand in the ocean. My exact reaction. I was like, I don't know why I didn't think that they would be swimming at some point. (laughs) (laughs) I just like, I I guess I thought they'd be walking on the seafloor the whole time or never considered it. So, but it was a wild sight to see them swimming. Yeah. I just, we never had even talked about the the physics of like, are they just going to like walk on the ocean floor to get to where they needed, but swimming just as weight. That would also explain why they were able to get there faster. What felt like a very quick amount of time. 
But Alki, as our experienced swimmer, what did you think of the form of the Titans? It was all legs. It was all legs. All legs. <laughs> They're like speedboats, dude. That's really what it is. Yeah. Dude, they were flying like torpedoes, man. And I think the reason why all the the boats blew up is from the steam, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they were all, killing. That's people. pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, so the Titans, even though they're blowing up some of the Titans, of course, a majority of them get by. And as they swim by the ships, we see the steam completely annihilate and disintegrate the men. And the ship's blowing up because, yeah, it's probably so hot. And especially where the all that fuel is, probably they just get overheated and then just blows up. Well, it's probably. It's also just the the sheer heat of the Titans and how many of there are there and that's, yeah, of that's them, and I'm then saying, it just yeah. creating like they basically boiling, yeah, the water underneath them, and it's creating combustion, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Yeah. Then, um, the Attack on Titans iconic theme music kicks in, and the Titans begin to stand on the coast and make their way to the Marley coastline, as the rest of the Marley army on land begins to run. Cowards. I mean, can you blame them? Can you blame them? When they when they showed up, Dave's just like, why? Why wouldn't you just run? (laughs) And then and then it's like two seconds later, the first guy turns around and starts running. I guess you don't really know what you're up against until they rise out of the water. So like they'll think they're there for a good cause. And then once that first Titan stands up, I'm just like, I'm so out of there. Um but as they're running away, they notice the absolutely gigantic attack titan in the distance. And the season ends with Aaron saying, I'll wipe out every last one of them from this world. Now referencing people rather than titans that we thought this quote was going to mean at, in season one, you know. So good yeah, twist. Wow. Good twist. Great ending. There. Yeah. Great, great ending. ending. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a finale ending. Finale ending. Absolutely. But again, now we have to wait eight months or whatever it is for the next season. I knew that it would end with him a picture of like a shot of just Aaron. Basically, I knew that. I think I said that last recording. Yeah, Kyle, now that we saw the the full form finally, which freaky, right? Just like it's just like ridiculous. Yeah, I wonder if there's going to be like I'm curious of his general functionality. Is he just like he just seems like a brain at this point, like a head? Like this is by far bigger than Rod Rice's Titan, right? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's like by a, by a mile. By like, but you lot, can see yeah. why. You can see the pair. There's obviously similarities between both, right? Like Rod turned into that yeah. freak caterpillar thing, and Aaron fully manifested it. Mm. You know what I mean? It's cool to see those comparisons, but wow, that's it, man. That was like the last five minutes just really hit. Like I love when those Titans appear. You're like. I felt fear. Like I truly felt fear in those yeah. moments when they stand up out of the water. Like the one even had half its head missing and was still like standing, walking towards the islands or the, the coast. So free. One thing I always found funny about the colossal Titan design is why is the, its foot like a fucking like stub? Like why is that? See its foot, it's like, honest. it doesn't make any sense. It's, it's a huge col- colossal titan. Yeah, and their feet and it's the feet are like, I don't get it, <laughs> but whatever. All right, we're running out of time here, so let's quickly do our episode ratings for this week. Kyle, starting with you. Um, oh, man, like it's maybe like a seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. I, I just I really love the moment in the camp. 
it ends on a great note. I love that you referenced the parallel of his quote, but like that's not enough for all of the what felt like fluff. I mean, maybe I'm not a diehard fan enough to know all of the connections and and why we were happy to go through all of those steps of the flashback, but it just didn't hit for me. So, I mean, it's probably like a seven out of ten. That's where I'm at, bro. Seven. I'll give a. Uh, I'll do uh, a two five. Eight two five. Yeah, I mean, seven is probably the lowest I've given, but I think the finale deserves to be held to a higher standard. So. That's why I'm giving it a seven. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a good point you make there. Yeah, I'm so I'm torn between like an eight and an eight and a quarter. I just agree with you on that statement. It's just I feel like I could I was expecting a little bit more out of this, but that's gonna be it for our coverage of Attack on Titan. We just covered episode eighty seven, Dawn of Humanity. Stay tuned next year. For our coverage of <laughs> season Fuck four, that. season four, part three. Fuck if you that. like what you heard, give Bingetown TV a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube, Patreon, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasting from. Once again, we are Bingetown TV, and thanks for listening. <laughs> Later. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.